Welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. It's me, your host, the Trap Trainer Coach Hayes in the house. It's Thursday, baby. I'm trying to bring that energy for you just in case you're waning off. That energy starting to wear off at the end of the week. It's Thursday. We rolling through. We rolling through and rolling through strong, baby. If you're not rolling through strong, let me get you strong. Let me strengthen you up. We rolling through strong today. Strong, Hayes style. Huh? Hey style. I got you. You need a little bit of little bit of perk me up. Get some of this haze. Time to get your power hour, baby. Time to get your power hour with Coach A's. Throwback Thursday. Therapy Thursday is now in session. Hope everybody's doing alright. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me for another episode. You are here in Trap Tales. <laughs> You back in the trap tails, man. You back with the you back with the trap trainer, man, from the bottom. And now we here. And now we are here. I I have uh I go through these streaks, man, where I get on fire. Where I don't even say I get on streaks. I get I get I get honed in. Really, really tuned into what I'm doing really really like you know spiritually i mentioned this i I gotta go back to this i haven't talked about this in a while not on not on a throwback thursday but another day but sometime i get so locked in spiritually uh emotionally physically uh you know mentally and things start happening right because it's not just about knowing something or be good at something. You gotta execute it. It takes all of that stuff to be great. You got you gotta do it all. So, you know, uh, sometime when you when you you know when you're slowing down and you, and you should be speeding up, you need to check some of those some of those areas. You know, it's like being low on a vitamin or something, being low on vitamin D, being low on vitamin C, being low on, you you may be missing one of those things. That's in my case, that's what that's what seems to happen. So when I'm hitting on all those things, though, man, it is it is, you know, it's like magic. And, and I think one thing, sometimes you're just not clear. Sometimes you, you are not clear. If you're not clear, it's hard. It's hard if if some if you in the game and somebody didn't give you clear directions, you don't know what the hell to do. To be clear, to be clear where you're going, to be clear what you want, to be clear of your intentions. Once you understand who you are, once you understand this is actually a gift. Sometimes, you know, because who's going to tell you it's your gift? What you got a gift at something? I see. I did see an exercise. Somebody said, "Call all your friends and, and call about five of your friends." If you got five, I ain't got five friends. I don't know where to get five friends, but call your friends up and say, "What do you think I'm good at?" And your friends ought to be able to tell you. I think you actually ought to do some meditating. I think you ought to do some self evaluation. Also, ask yourself what you love. But I don't think you know going out and and asking people what you're good at either but you don't know what other people's motives are that's i guess that's why you got to be really good people and friends family but even those people can sabotage you so sometime getting with the one that made you and asking him what you know what purpose do you have for me which way do you want me to go and there is never gonna be you know you know god's never gonna say this is what i made you great at go this way He's going to allow success to happen in those areas, maybe even unintentionally for you. Like, oh, my God, I didn't know I was good at this. But then this happened and that happened. God's like, I, got I had to wake you up. I had to give you a clue of what I actually wanted you to do. But some people will ignore that and be like, oh, I'm really good at this and I'm really good. But then they do something else for a living. And they, and they never explore that thing that they're so good at naturally, that they love doing so much, that just got to be a hobby. That just must be blah, 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 blah. You're wrong. You're wrong. Like that, that, that's what you're missing. That's what most people are missing because you're listening to the world. You decided at third grade you was going to be a doctor or your your parents decided in the third grade you were going to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, whatever the family business is, whatever the case is. And nobody actually checked 
with the with the man above what he put you here to do. And that is very key to you making it somewhere. Okay, just part of therapy Thursday, part of therapy Thursday. I got to talk to you before I walk you down memory lane. <laughs> Venus flytrap style. Before I walk you down memory lane and we talk about some throwback stuff. I, this is this is what I got for you. Okay, this is what I got for you. It, 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 that real talk. That real talk. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to motivate. I'm going to use my life as a testimony. You got to be willing to listen to the signs. You got to be willing to listen to God. He opens up those doors. He make it easy for you. He makes it successful for you. And somehow you don't go down that lane. Someday, somehow you follow what somebody else says. You follow what somebody else do because you're watching other people, because you're jealous of other people. You're envious of other people. Instead of focusing on your gift, what do I do naturally? What do I do great? What do what do I love doing? Well, wow, every time I do that, it makes me feel fantastic. Every time I do that, it does this for somebody else. You don't even realize what your gift is. Most people didn't get out looking for it. And how can I make money on it? That's what you're thinking about. What I'm getting, I already getting paid this much. This must be my gift because I'm getting paid for it. Bullshit. Somebody's paying you to forget about your gift. They paying you to worry about their company and forget about your gift. Now, in the ideal world, say you are a worker. Now, I, I got nothing against workers. If you're an employee out there, please don't think I'm against you. This is entrepreneurship radio. Don't get me wrong. This is entrepreneurship radio. This is hustle radio, a.k.a. entrepreneurship, a.k.a. hustle. But if you are, if you are an employee, Hopefully, the person you're working for, working with, is putting you on, teaching you the ins and outs. It's actually somebody you can look up to and learn the game from, not somebody just going to give you a paycheck. A lot of people, will just they'll just pay you, but they won't teach you enough to go out and do your own thing. They won't do that. Now, maybe you decide to stay and be a part of the gang and make the gang bigger. Or maybe you decide to go do your own thing. You either join the gang or you do your own thing. You know how you know how we be rhyming shit on this show. On the Hey Social Podcast, the rhymes don't stop. <laughs> Just to get my point across, man. Most of us is easier on the ears when it when it when it rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it makes sense. Ain't it just them ain't just talking to me talking. You know what I mean? Real talk. Real talk. I just want to start dropping games soon as I get on soon as I get on on here. You know what I mean? Even before even before I give out the sponsorship and all that kind of stuff, I get right on. I'm gonna start talking about just giving you some some nuggets, some jewels. I never stop dropping them, man. I, I feel like I have a lifetime full of them. Even though, like I said, I'm I am I am going to soon start doing a live podcast. Interviews. Um Start doing some interviews uh, soon. Start doing some, you know, even me and my daughter, we're going to start doing some. I would love to get a day of the week that we do our own or, or we create our own little show. But me and my daughter are going to have our own show soon, which I'm excited about. I'm excited to have one of my new uh, guests on, Keith Scorners, who I was on his podcast last week. And I started crying. Oh, my God. Straight up started crying, bro. Straight up started crying. But I know what it was all about now. I mean, it was, you know. But I started crying. I was on the podcast last week. Tough one. Tough one. Had to take an L on that one. <laughs> but I was I was taking the L because I was being real. I was being vulnerable. I was letting it go. He's asking me about my why. And my why is my pop. So for me, anytime I start talking about this dude, I just, you know, I, I got no choice but to just let it go. I just, I, I've never really grieved over his passing. So Anytime I start getting into talking about him, the emotions start taking over. I can't even, I can't, I can't even deal with it. But it's one of those things, you know, everybody got their thing. That's the thing I deal with. So everybody got their thing. Everybody got their thing. But that thing, that thing, losing my pops and how much it hurt, it motivates me to be here for you. Because my dad was the one that gave me up every day. He gave me the game every day, called me up, gave me the game every day. 
Every day I take my kids to school. I get done taking my kids to school. I'll be at home cooking some breakfast. That phone will ring. It'd be my dad. You was, Yo, what's up, old man? You eat yet? You know, he asked me if I eat because he want me to eat. So, or or, or he sometimes we'll talk on the phone while I cook. They'd be like, all right, go on and eat. Then call me right back. So then I'll eat, call him back. And then next thing I know, we on to whatever. Just like we talk, sometimes it's fatherhood. Sometimes it's sports. My daughter was going through recruiting at the time. So we'd be talking about recruiting and all that type of stuff. Sometimes it'd be tough, you know, he'd be, you know, just telling me, putting a foot in my ass about getting up and getting going. You know what I mean? And that's make a move Monday. That's make a move Monday. Right. Weight loss on Wednesday and wellness. Sometimes, sometimes we just talked about, you know, just life and, 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 you know, me being married and, 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 you know, being transitioning from the street to legit, uh, like everything, you know, so that's real talk Tuesday and you know what I mean? Wellness Wednesday, all that stuff is, is our show. That that's the Hey Sussle podcast. That's why I know it's going to be successful. It ain't got a choice, bro. And honestly, I made, I felt like about a week ago, I made a decision that no matter what, this is what I'm doing. No matter what, this is what I'm doing. And it's going to work till it work. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to keep on working it till it work. Period. Period. I, I'm telling you, like I told myself, I've, I've already told myself I'm rich on this, that I'm getting paid my first, my, this, my, you know, I've earned right now. I'm getting paid 25 grand a month for this. Now that's fiction. And there ain't nobody paying me 25 grand a month, but in my mind, that's what I'm getting paid. Now, honestly, I plan on getting paid more than that for this show. I'm going to put it out there like that. I'm going to get paid more than that for this show for doing five days a week. Producing the show, uh, content, uh, social media, the whole deal, and what I'm going to grow to, and the merch, and the, I'm, I plan on doing more than that, man. I, I want it to be my life, but I want my life to be you. I want it to be a lifetime of game to you, a lifetime of being able to provide resources for you, but also be able to have uh, advertising partners. And people that like the message that we send in, so I, you know, get to do some some ver- some vocal ads, and I get to do some different spots here and different spots there. I'm not talking about, you know, like charging, you know, I'm, I'm talking about, but using the gift, working through the gift, just working through the gift. The opportunities that will come up, just working through the gift, and there's plenty out there more that I didn't even know about. And I said, you know, you're not gonna know about them if you get ha- if you get halfway down the road and turn around. You don't you don't get to know about them unless you go all the way down the road. You got to be willing to chase the dream. That's what we're talking about today. Big episode today about dream chasers today. Big episode today about dream chasers, man. Mm-hmm. Being torn, you know. We're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about some things. We got a couple things to talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This episode today, Thursday's episode, Throwback Thursday episode, brought to you by Hayes Hustle. Hayes Hustle. Hayes Hustle uh, is a nonprofit, our official nonprofit, Hayes Hustle, is helping at-risk youth establish success through entrepreneurial development. That's right. Teaching these kids how to hustle, how to make money. So that ain't what they're getting caught up on. We ain't got to sell drugs. We ain't got to do all that if it's just about money. Money is not a hard thing to solve if you can teach them some formulas to make money. And it ain't got to be doing, it ain't got nothing to do with doing anything illegal, but they can use their own lives, their own influence to make their own money. And, and, And it's never been as true as it is now. And somebody just need to navigate the youth on with with the online money, the all the different things there is today to monetize yourself, to monetize your own brand, to monetize your family, to monetize anything you love doing. Um, you know, it's time to teach them and give them the code. We we we're too busy trying to have these have and have nots, and that's BS. So. The Hayes Hustle is one of those organizations, grassroots organizations that is here. I am the prophet. I, I'm not the prophet. Sorry. <laughs> I am the owner of, I was like, like, you know, anyway, it's a nonprofit. What I meant to say, I am the, I'm the owner and founder of the nonprofit. And, uh, we, I am here to help provide that grassroots foundation 
for people at the bottom trying to trying to trying to just stand up, trying to get to the next level. So many people trying to get to level four and level five. There's some people just trying to get to level one. We in the mud just trying to get to level one. And a lot of people don't forgot about those get those people, those families, those kids. And we're thinking about how can I go from, you know, uh, you know, finish. How can I how can I get to the end? There's some people ain't even got to the beginning. They're not even in the conversation right now. Uh, we, we, you know, we're focused on the people halfway through. The people three quarters of the way through and them, and them taking a next step. And how can they get to the end? How can they finish an American dream? There's some people that's having an American nightmare. They haven't even got to take the first damn step. So that's that's who. Hayes Hustle is here to help. If I can, if I can help a portion of people, uh, educate, motivate, bring resources to uh, other resources. We're gonna learn things together. Things that I don't know, we're gonna learn together. Um, but the things that I know for sure, I'm gonna make sure they know 100%, and then introduce them to more resources, more education, more ways of being able to save themselves, not having to depend on anyone else. Now. Later on, maybe after they built something and they want to grow, then becoming partners and this and that, be creating circles and teaching them all that stuff. Nobody taught me as a kid. That's 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 the big part that, you know, I love about my pops. My pops was all about making me better than him. So he was all about I got to give you all this information I got, all this, inf- everything I've learned, everything my dad taught me, everything my uncle taught me. Then you're going to learn everything in this, everything in that. He was excited about that. That's why I'm excited to bring this game to you on a consistent basis and feed the masses. Maybe maybe this is education you never got at your house. Maybe your father didn't talk like this. Maybe he was buttoned up and it was all about, hey, get A's and B's, Johnny, blah, 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 blah. That's all right. Unk got you. I got Unk right here. I got you. You understand? Listen, don't worry about it. Big Unk is going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. Unk has got you taken care of, man. You ain't got to worry about it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm that uncle that'll fill you in on all the other shit when they leave the room. You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't worry. Uh, he just mad about blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how them uncles do it. I, I got you. I, I, I throw you 20. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know how the big uncles do, man. You know. But that's what's up, man. Hey, Sussel, I'm coming out with a website soon. You'll be able to you'll be able to log on, get an Instagram page, the whole deal. But I'm not going to I'm not going to wait to start pubbing it and making it the sponsor right now and giving it some spotlight because I'm already working on getting it funded right now and to do some big things. So very, 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 very excited. Very, very, very excited to get this thing going. So thank you to thank you very much to Hayes Hustle um, for being a sponsor. We appreciate you. Love all of our sponsors. Back to today's show. Okay, we talked about dream chasers, man. Dream chasers. And thinking about Thursday, you know, uh, part part of today's episode is therapy. Part of today's episode is throwback. Only way to address both. Got some big big old thing of Gatorade here. Sorry, it sound like a cow on the podcast. Thirsty as heck though. Yeah. It ain't it ain't like a store bought. This don't make it no better. But I got these bags of Gatorade. Some I got these I got a bunch of Gatorade, like three or four big boxes that are filled up with like twelve packs of like team Gatorade. You know, because I have I own Bridge City Football. So I got all this Gatorade to be able to make sure the players stay hydrated. So I got me like a little little thing of it on the counter of the dry mix. And every day, you know, just to make sure my hydration, I love the the orange flavor. I always have since the first time I drank it. So I always make me a little class when I'm when I'm podcasting and put a bunch of ice in there. And it's hard for me to resist drinking it. Like, I want to drink it the whole time, but I know I sound like a cow when I'm drinking it, so I don't want to actually drink it. <laughs> it's a silly situation, but I find myself in it every day, just looking at the the cold beads of sweat 
drip down the glass as I as I continue to finish the podcast and I get so thirsty. And I might be only drinking two times, three times during the podcast. But literally, if I wasn't on the podcast, I would just be gulping it down. Like you know what I'm like juice dripping all of my shit. It it just it looks so damn good. This is the kind of stuff I deal with. Uh Gatorade. I love fruit. I love silly crap like that anyway. I don't know how we got off track. How do we get off track here? I'm sorry. But today's episode is split. It's split today, okay? Dream chasing. And we also going to go back. Okay? We also going to go back a little bit. I just want to, I just want to, uh, I just want to make sure that I'm addressing these dream, these dream chasers out here. I want to finish up that, how we got started today. I feel like a lot of kids have lost the ability. I, I think the, the world and the reality then got so real when COVID came and all this stuff that dreams, kids stopped dreaming. You know, kids really start dreaming. I remember I was just such a dreamer. I, I went through the stages of dreaming and, um, and you know, what I wanted to be and, and, and trying to figure out and all this type of stuff. But that stuff starts young. That stuff starts young. In order to in order to actually chase the dream, you got to know who you are. Dream chasers. Not if you're not chasing some chasing somebody else's dream. You're not chasing your parents' dream. I'm talking about the when you really find out. This is probably after. A lot of y'all don't really realize this till after high school. After you know you have to do a lot of soul searching. To really find out who you are. But I go back to my past. I, I'm, I'm going to take you back to my past. Okay. Let's, let's take a little trip back to my past. I get for me, this is dream chasing and and therapy at the same time. Okay. But let me let me let me let me tell you what I what I dealt with my whole life. Okay. As a kid, I remember vividly, vividly. Okay. I loved football. I love football because my dad loved football. My dad watched football. I loved football. I loved it from the time I started seeing it. My other cousins, they weren't really into it, but I was. That's how I knew I loved it because usually, you know, well, if he into it, I'm into it. We all do this. We all do that. No, no, no. That was only me. My other cousins weren't really into sports. I was the only one in the sports, and I was into that, right? But at the same time, they didn't really have dads. I I didn't really think about that. I'm the only one that had a dad. Out of those, out of my cousins who I grew up with, but and my dad loved watching football, and I lived with my dad. They lived with their mom. They didn't. They didn't grow up in that testosterone environment. My dad screaming and loving Walter Payton and yeah, Singletary and Richard Dinner put a dent in your ass. Like you know, my dad drinking a forty and talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. They didn't grow up with that. I grew up with that. I grew up thinking, you know, I, I was running through the house thinking I was Walter Payton because my dad would be screaming. I wanted to show him I could do it like Walter. You know what I mean? Like I remember those days. That that. So in turn, as I own Bridge City now, as I loved it in high school, as I, you know, um, middle school and all that type of stuff, it, it was who I was truly. I remember I remember reading Sports Illustrated books cover to cover. From the swimmers to the polo people to the football player, there was nothing I wouldn't read in Sports Illustrated because of football. I was hoping to get a football article. I, I guess I love sports in general, but I was I was looking to get. I, I kind of fell in love with all the sports because I would read all of it because I would just love reading about sports. But I would be looking for a football article. I get a football article. I'd read it, cut it out, put it on the wall. Love, just love football stuff. Football posters, football pictures of people playing football, whatever it was, football uniforms. I'd be taking pictures and cutting stuff out and wearing football jerseys and shirts, you know, all the time. That was just kind of my thing all the time. Football. Loved it. Went outside. We played it. I signed up when I was a kid. I remember in St. Louis, they had a, you know, you could be on the, it went by weight, 100 pounds or less, 88 pounds. My first, my first team I was on was an 88. Uh, 88 pounds and up team. Uh, it was like 88 pounds to 100 
88 to 100. I don't know. It's like fifth, third, fourth grade, something like that. 88 light is what they called it. 88 light. <laughs> that was my first year of being signed up for football. It's like second grade, something like that. And I was like, yeah, that's what I do, you know. So it's always been in my DNA. Just always loved it. Nobody really influenced me to do it. My, you know, I, like I said, except, except for my dad, it's like introducing to turn it on. And as I seen it, I was like, oh, I love that. Oh man, I just sent to hitting people. I just loved it. The violence of it is who I was. Um, but there was also another side to me. I also remember my dad would have all these ebony magazines. Black magazines, big shout out to Ebony Magazine, man. Ebony Magazine would have all of these um, entrepreneurs, the, the top, the top two hundred entrepreneurs, the top, you know, whatever it was, the 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 top hundred entrepreneurs, the top black. They was all black, and and it would be you know total different fields, all this kind of stuff. And I'm not lying, I always seen myself. Being one of those entrepreneurs, always, always seeing myself being one of those entrepreneurs. I knew I was going to be successful. I knew I wanted business. It was so sexy to me. It was so inviting and attractive to me that these black dudes was because I was from the South and I was, you know, I hadn't seen a lot of people have success like this. So here I am now in Oregon. I'm reading all these these magazines of these black men and these black women doing all these exciting things around the world and business and business entrepreneurship and blah blah blah, blah. and I remember and I'm not lying this 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 is the crazy thing I remember being torn in the fifth grade in the fifth grade fifth grade do you hear me I'm reading these magazines along with the jet magazines the jet beauty of the month used to be boo <laughs> Yeah, I used to watch that too, buddy. <laughs> but Ebony Ebony magazine, man. Uh I I used to man, I used to see myself being a part of that. I I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what business I was going to do. I knew I was going to do business. I would read all the business articles, literally all the business articles. And I was conflicted like I said, this must have been the third, third, fourth grade. My dad would make me, I would always read all these magazines that would come to the house all the time. And Ebony and Jet came and came all the time. Later on, Sports Illustrated also came. So those are the magazines I read all the time. And uh, I remember being torn that like, man, I like almost sometime in tears. Like, who in the fifth grade is going to be in tears like this? But I would be in tears like I don't know whether I should be an NFL football player one day or whether I should own my own business. I had no idea you could do both. I had no idea you could do both. Right. I was I was I thought you had to pick away. This is back in the day. You had been educated. Nobody told you that you can own your own trap. You can you know what I mean? You can invest. You can do this. You can do that. that. That making money did not mean going to get a job like nobody. But that's what it meant to me back then. You know, all the way back then, that's what it meant. But boy, boy, boy. What I what I start to realize, that dream chaser. That from the foundation, I was in love with both of these things, business and sports, business and football, business and. So when I look back on this track record, you know, when I get lost, when I there's a time in my life where I got lost. Right. I ain't gonna say, you know. I'm gonna say lost. I got discouraged. Um, I got unfocused. And so I had to look back on my life about who are you? Are you really a trainer? Do you own a, do you own a training business? Are you really a trainer? Are you really, you know, what are you? You used to, you used to run with gangs. You're a gang man. Are you a drug dealer? What are you? You used to do all these kind of, which, what are you? So whenever that happens, you just have to look back on your history. You can, you have to look back on your history. Who are you? 
You are exactly who you are. The patterns you can re repeat, that person you truly are inside, after you get through unraveling, uncovering all that BS, who are you really? And as I got to the, as I got to that, I had to remember these days I used to be in tears, literally reading the Ebony magazine thinking, but I want to play football. And my dad, my dad would be like, boy, what the hell is wrong with you? What is you? You're neither a football. You're neither an NFL player or a business owner. Boy, your second grade, your third grade. What is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I was like more like fifth to sixth grade, but I was torn. I don't know. I, I was a youth. I was, I know that. And I know I was torn early early which really was a theme of my life being torn in between the two things okay which is which is you know which is going to lead to big time therapy here now okay here's here's the let's let's talk let's let's talk about therapy now okay this this episode brought to you by Hayes Hustle a nonprofit my nonprofit built for helping at-risk youth establish success through entrepreneurship development. Website launching soon. You'll be able to donate. You'll be able to join programs, volunteer. My home base, my home will be the home of Hayes Hustle, where I will teach and be my own home campus. Coming soon. Coming soon. So that process, being being young as when I was young as a kid, and loving business before I even got into business, loving business, I was loving business. I was cutting grass. I was collect, collecting cans as a kid. How can I make money, bro? I was already all over because when you're poor, you're trying to figure out how to make some money. You trying to figure out how to get a hey man? If I know how to make a nickel, I know how to make a quarter. You know what I'm saying? I know how to make five cents. I know how to get one one uh, can. I can get five cans back then. They was five cent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I knew that, I could do twenty five. I could do a dollar. Like, let's go. Like, it ain't nothing but hustle. Back then, it was just understanding that and those principles. I understood very well, but I just loved the concept. And plus, my dad was just. Aspiring businessman. He also was hustling and selling dope, and but he also was trying to get out by, you know, sometimes you have a job, sometimes you have a little small business. He trying to get off the ground. He, you know, trying to do everything. He sounded a lot like me, you know, as I grew up. But as I see how busy he was trying to set things off, I'm not sure he had the resources he needed to really set it off the way he wanted to. He didn't want to be in the game all those years. A lot of a lot of the years he did want to be in the game. <laughs> but, in, you know, later on he didn't want to be in the game and, and didn't really have a choice because that was the skill set that he had really, you know, acquired. He really acquired that skill. And, you know, it continued to pay, pay you know. All right, so... I really wanted to get into this next segment, man. It's, a, it's, it's kind of an emotional segment. I don't want to make it too crazy emotional, okay? But I'm leading to, uh, as, I, as I was alluding to earlier, all right? And I was talking about being torn in between of two things. And that was a pattern that was repeated for years and years and didn't really start with football and um, business and it kind of paralyzes me when it happens it actually right when to be in between two things like that it really paralyzes me and I had to do some real digging on this why it paralyzed me it happens when I was between two girls when I was a young middle school you know it used to be all about being a player you know thought I was a player for a long time anyway that didn't work out but even then trying to be in between two girls it was just too much stress for me it's too much I could pull it off I mean I had girls that didn't even mind being one of the two girls they could care less I just didn't have I just didn't have the patience you know what I'm saying I just didn't have, I just did and part of it had to do with what I need therapy for is what we gonna do a little throwback for 
And you know, I talk about this a lot of times, and I had to, I had to, I end up talking about this on this Keep Scorners podcast because I got into the fact that I was kidnapped as a kid several times. Kidnapped not into like you know child slavery or anything like that, but say I'm living with my father, uh, living with my mother. My mother had custody of me. My dad lived in Chicago at the time. My dad lived in Chicago. My mom lived in St. Louis. She got two brothers, sister, mom and dad. My dad got 14 brothers and sisters, mom and dad. Crazy gang gang, right? (laughs) Brothers up the butt. All of them gangster. So my dad, you know, my my mom is somewhere. I I think the first place she was at the cleaners. At the cleaners, I'm a baby. My dad has my mom like get her ass kicked at the cleaners and I'm snatched and taken away and somehow delivered to Chicago. <laughs> like I can't make this shit up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is my this is what the 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 dysfunction I was born into. And my dad was a real gangster. So he could be in a different state and just call the call the play. <laughs> Somebody go run the play. You know what I'm saying? So he did that. Right? Next thing you know I was with my dad's girlfriend somewhere. My dad's girlfriend, maybe one of his girls. He used to have a couple girls that worked for him, street girls, you know. Dad was a pimp for a little bit in Chicago. So my dad's in Chicago. He got one of his girls uh, taking care of me for the day while he's out of town or he's doing something. She is wrapped up, gagged, and they took me from her. Right. And deliver me back to my mom. It was said that one of my uncles actually has something to do with that. One of my uncles was like, you know, no, I think that he's a piece passed away now. My Uncle Mac. What I hear, my mama told me that my Uncle Mac has something to do with it. And my mama's still alive. So I know it was him. <laughs> he has something to do with it. So did he help get, you know, it ain't right. He, for what I know, he could be, he could have been trying to get at my mom back then, but it ain't right. He, you should, he should have custody of you. You should, the mama should have custody. So my uncle helped kidnap me to get me back to my mama. Evidently, evidently inside job, evidently. Now in the middle of this is me. I never got therapy. I ain't never got therapy for none of this shit. All this stuff that you hear me talking to you about, I've never gotten therapy. This is a reason why I need therapy. (laughs) This is the reason why we do Therapy Thursday, because I've never got therapy for any of this stuff. You got what I'm saying? So, you know, later on, I chronicle how, you know, last but not least, I got kidnapped by my dad. And that's how I got out here to Portland. Never, my dad never gave me back. We was gone. See you later. Kansas City. We went to Kansas City. We went to Indiana. I lived in all these different spots. We was on a run from the feds. And and so the first part of my life, we talking about the early stages were all about being torn in between of two people you love. Kind of kind of feeling like it's your fault. Kind of feeling like these people like, you know what I mean? Like, you also feel in love, right? But but I don't know if you ever felt like enough because one person wanted you, the other person needed you, the other person needed you, the other person wanted you. It was just a really, really tough beginning of life. Really, really tough beginning of life for me to deal with, you know? And it seemed to plague me the rest of my life. It seemed to plague me. Once I got to uh, the uh, the the... You know, when we're talking about football, oh, do I want to be a football player? Do I want to be in business? I thought, oh, my God, it's doing it again. It's, it's tearing me apart again. Every time I had to choose between two things, it started to paralyze me because it felt like I was being in between the two things again. Do you understand that? I, I, I hope that makes sense. But again, this is probably why I need therapy. <laughs> but that's why I'm here, man. That's why I'm here with you. Maybe you got the same issue. If you do, reach out to me, man. I would love to get some feedback on this. But being torn in, in between the two entities like that really paralyzed me, preventing me from making a lot of progress. And as I got older, I had to identify that because it started happening in different ways. 
I would I would put myself in between the two girls. And the next thing you know, you tell them one girl this, tell them, then me and my dad's always told me, no, you don't lie. So I didn't lie to girls. They know I got a girlfriend. I mean, I got, I mess with a girl. I mess with multiple girls. I tell this girl, I mess with multiple girls. And the girls most of the time will be like, okay, I just want to be, I want to be the number one girl. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> this is crazy. Cause I didn't want, I didn't want to be in between the two girls. But even then I felt like, I'm still in between the two girls. You know what I mean? I'm still in between. So I'm going to make the decision, nah, I'm going to be with one. Like, you know what I mean? Just for my sanity. For my freaking sanity. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it, you know, you know, if you, you know, that, you know, honestly, one of my biggest was knowing that oh, I got to talk about this is something I got to write down. That's something I got to write down. The, the one thing that really got me, okay, being torn, was knowing that I, I was, when I was hustling, but I knew what my dad had made me for. When, when you are made for something, and I'm going to get into this on next week, we're not going not gonna to dive into this too much today. This is, this is. Write down some notes real quick. <laughs> when you when you are made for something and you're violating that by being something else, you're gonna be screwed up. We, we'll dive more into that next next week. But being in between the two things, when I was when I was fighting between, I felt like good and evil when I was when I was selling drugs. But then I had got introduced to what I know now is my purpose working with kids developing kids I wasn't in that space I was I was in the I was in the street and all of a sudden through a volunteer thing in the mail a volunteer thing in the mail I start coaching and this this portal started to open up I was really good at it really quick I really enjoyed it, and it helped every kid that I coached, which is kind of the definition of your gift, right? Came hella easy. I was hella successful. Like every year, every every time I coach, I'm successful. Not not even back then. It's every time. Every time I touch it, it's gold. Um, and I didn't know that back then because I had never did it. And so as soon as I did it, boom, it was happening. Boom, it was happening. I just couldn't like, couldn't believe what was happening. Just just happened so easily, so naturally. And and I love doing it. I would go home and I'd be on fire about it. Oh my God, this is crazy. I ain't even getting paid nothing. What am I so excited for? Next thing you know, the next year, they wanted to pay me. The next year, they wanted to pay me more. Right, it was fifth and sixth grade the first year. Next year, it was seventh grade. Next year, they said, "Can you come over to the freshman team?" Next year, can you come over to the varsity team? <laughs> I was on my way to, to to college, like like quick, 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 quick. I had to make that decision whether it was going to be do business and entrepreneurship or go work for somebody and go coach college football. Fast track. It was the, the gift. What which way you want to take it? You know, that that's the gift. But what that's something I have never been able to shake my whole life is how that felt, how that made me feel being in between. At the end, I didn't I don't like it. So I'd like to pick a direction. I like to be right. I, I like to be clear when I'm clear. I know which way I'm going. I'm not caught up in between. Anytime I find myself in between, like I said, I was in between of man. You know, because you know, I was in between the street and business, tell you the truth, in between the street and football, because I seen my dad, I seen my dad be a hustler, but he was trying to work. He was trying to start businesses, but his reality was he took care of us and filled in the gaps through hustling. That's the reality. People don't want to talk about the reality. The reality is you have to do that. I mean, my dad told me, man, every black man better know how to hustle. Especially if you're gonna have a job, because you're gonna get wrong, you're gonna get fired, you're gonna get you're gonna get something. And how the hell are you going to equate things? How are you gonna get you know get things on on you know uh, uh, what can I say? How how can you even up the ground? You know, how can you even up the stakes? That's that's what that's what my dad believed, but that was his skill set. 
So he just didn't believe in helping. You know, I ain't asking nobody else. I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I'll and I and I got a lot of that. So I thought that was it. I thought you're supposed to be kind of legit, kind of illegal. I didn't know the next step to that, which I, I which I've taken now, which I understand now, which I see what my dad was trying to do. He was trying to do that. What my perception was totally different. He just didn't have the tools back then, some of the information he needed to make this. That's why it lives in me. That's why my why is so big because, oh, I got it, Dad. I see what you was trying to do. I feel the same way. I got the same blood in me, but I got the information. I got the access. I got the resources. Get on my back. I'm going to take us to the top. Real talk. I told you I need some therapy. <laughs> told you I need some therapy. You probably like, this nigga needs some therapy. Holy shit. Straight up, man. Need some therapy. That being kidnapped to get you. Literally, state to state kidnapping. This is federal crimes. You know what I mean? This is federal crimes. And people are taking you across state lines and, you know, I'm actually in custody of somebody else and... You know what I mean? Like getting your mom's getting beat up. Yeah. You know, people getting beat up, people getting gagged and nobody was telling the police. This is St. Louis. Ain't nobody telling the police. You know what I mean? And then they did call the feds on my dad in the end. And they did send this. My, my mama sent her brothers and everybody else. Even my daddy don't play that stuff. He was like, yo, send them. <laughs> send them they might not come back you know what i'm saying <laughs> don't send them out there and then my dad was good friends with my mom's brothers like man i ain't giving him back forget about that like they was all gangsters so they didn't really care you know it was, it was a crazy time man but the effect it had on me i've been having to sort it out ever since i've been having to sort it out ever since so if if anybody out there has been in that predicament i apologize i'm sorry I'm sorry. This stuff is real. This is real. And it has a lasting effect that you really have to figure this stuff out. You really have to take your time, figure it out, uh, and get your head right. You really, really do. It, it, take a, it takes some time. But if, if you love yourself enough and you're willing to, you know, to, to give yourself that time, it's, 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 it's well worth it. Well, well worth it. So, hey, I just, hey. Again, remember who you are, who the core are you. If you ever get lost, you should be able to look back at yourself. Like I can look back and remember reading those jet magazines. I mean, those uh, those jet magazines. Yeah, those jet ones too, baby. Jet beauties. <laughs> middle middle of the book, jet beauties. Uh, but I remember reading those ebony those ebony magazines, entrepreneurship top. 200 lists and top 500 lists and, and thinking of my name going to be on there and, cry, you know, crying and not knowing which what I wanted to be, an NFL player or a business person or businessman. What am I going to do? You, you know, everybody got that ability to look back and self-scout yourself and see who you are. Take a self-assessment and see who you are. Very, very important. And when I look back... Right now, I'm exactly who I am. I own Bridge City Football. I own Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program. I own a training program. I deal with athletes. I deal, I'm a father of, you know, I'm a father of four. I'm a, I'm a husband. Um, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm everything. I'm a God-fearing man. I'm everything my God, my dad wanted me to be. What God wanted me to be. That, what I'm striving to be is what God wanted me to be. Who does God want me to help? Who do I need to become? Do I need to become a nonprofit owner? Do I need to become a business owner? Do I need to become a father? Whatever you need me to be, a podcaster, I'll do whatever it takes to spread the word, to be the light so I can shine. We'll talk with Coach Hayes on Thursday. This is Thursday, the Throwback Thursday show, the Therapy Thursday show. Thank you for tapping in today. I appreciate you. I love you. Please give me one of those uh, uh, hugs over the waves right here. Every time we, we conclude a th Therapy Thursday, I feel like I need a big old hug. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Some of these stories are just crazy, man, but it's all real life. I'm going to have to bring it to a book. That's what's going to have to happen. I'm going to I'm gonna have to bring these stories to a book for all my listeners. We can get some of these on just, just some of the tales, tales, uh, the trap tales from Coach Hayes. I got to get into some more interesting stuff later, but... I just want to, I just kind of want to get into that um, because it, it just kind of touched me today, um, being torn in between 
and what that really what that really about to me what what that really is about to me um you know like i said it started early with me it started early in my life being torn between two things i love and it just seemed like the pattern continued the rest of my life in between of business and sports in between of girls in between of two opportunities what do i do this opportunity happen. it could be anything from what do you want to eat this or that and i feel like oh my god i'm back i'm back being kidnapping again <laughs> think about that shit think about that that that's that's how big Therapy is needed. And in the black community, therapy is not a big thing. For a lot of people, black people don't get therapy. Now black people do get therapy. I actually have great insurance and I do not get therapy because you are my therapy. I ain't got time to be sitting up on nobody, man. I ain't got time right now. Maybe later on. But right now, this is the therapy. I get to talk it out. Hopefully I get to help somebody else out and we can all make it out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Hey, so hey, I hope this episode was helpful to anybody today. I hope it helps you realize the true you. Um, I'll get into some more, some more uh, crazier stories next week. We'll get into some of my trap life, trying to get some of those stories off the chest. So it's kind of hard to get them trap life stories, man, because you know some of it you can't really tell without telling on yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you gotta really be careful about some of them stories that I'm telling or telling on somebody else. Like you know what I'm saying? So I try to keep it to it's just me, Bo, and Lord. That was before anything got too crazy. I ain't getting to really the trap life till after that. So I try to keep that stuff on the low. But this is on the this is the Hayes Hustle Podcast show. Everything must go. You must know everything. I must I must make you understand the whole life, right? Because it all ends well. You got to be willing to live. You got to be willing to love. Things are going to go down. You're going to have peaks and valleys, ups and downs. And your job is just to navigate that. Navigate that. Okay? Just navigate the ups and the downs and try to stay in the middle, baby. Okay? Hey, this is Big Hayes. I'm signing out. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode was helpful for helpful to you please share this with somebody that needs this if you know if this was an hour power for you please like it please comment whatever your comment is please please and most of all please subscribe to our youtube channel and subscribe to our podcast on whatever stations you listen to your podcast on thank you for your time i hope you have a fantastic day and like they say in the bay yee